What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, some of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO legend and paranormal lore. Welcome back, welcome back, happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing excellent and taking care of yourselves. So we've got a, a pair of really great stories today, and it's really making me think about the way that aliens are presenting themselves in the world and how they almost don't really care if we see them or not. So today, uh, an article comes to us from Phantoms and Monsters, uh, dated February 27th, however, the event actually occurred back in 2018, right around St. Patrick's Day. Now, we know people drink around St. Patrick's Day, so there may be a little bit of question, but rest assured, the author and uh, the researcher did enough um, investigation to find out if they were, you know, too imbibed to give a real accurate depiction of what happened. Okay, so let's dive into it. So in 2018... Uh, well, actually, let's let's start off with the title of the article. The title of the article is Black Hovering Objects Reported Over Chicago, Illinois. Now, Chicago is no uh, stranger to craft flying over the city or over the suburbs or halfway past where you think you'd see them. There's airplanes everywhere, okay? I lived in Chicago for a while, and I can tell you that... Uh, you're going to see planes all the time if you live there. So, and I'm talking all freaking time, all day long. You look out your window Sunday night, you're going to see about 15 what you think are UFOs out in the sky, but they're just landing landing airplanes coming out from wherever they're coming from. California to Hawaii to New York, okay? So this event took place 2018. I was made aware of two strange uh, daylight accounts from Chicago. One was from a podcast and the other was from a witness who contacted me. Alex called into Monsters Among Us podcast to talk about a sighting he had March 19th, 2018. He states, in quote, the Monday before last, I which I believe was the 19th of March, I was driving from Noble Square area of Chicago, somewhat on the north side. Now the north side is like the nicer sides where the Cubbies play. No offense to the Sox. Uh, and uh, <laughs> somewhat on the north side to the southwest side of the city to stop on my parents' house, okay? So he's driving from the north to the southwest side. This was around noon, and I was getting on I-94, an expressway at the Milwaukee on-ramp, okay? And the expressways in Chicago are friggin' packed. They are so damn busy, dude. You really don't, don't want to drive on them. Uh, and as such, I ended up sitting in an accident traffic, obviously. <laughs> uh, and as such, um, I, I had to literally just put the car in park and just sit. And as I sat there, all of a sudden there was this black, somewhat triangular, and as if it were a low pyramid, a low wide pyramid, actually, started hovering from the left of my view, which was near the skyline, which would be where all of the skyscrapers are, uh, over the expressway and eventually out of sight off to the right, but it went back and forth quite a few times. I originally assumed it was a kite or a balloon. The kite part, though, just doesn't work because there was nowhere for someone to stand and control it if it's flying overneath over the expressway, right? Perhaps it was a kite that got away, but it was moving in a controlled fashion, and it was completely black, and I thought I noticed a glint of light off of it a couple times, like it was something metallic reflecting, which made me think it might have been mylar. But if it was mylar, a mylar balloon, 
again, it was moving in such a controlled way, it really started to trip me out. Okay, so we know that it's not a balloon. We know it was controlled. Maybe it could have been drawn. Maybe. Let's keep looking. Of course, you really can't gauge the size in situations like that. But it seemed huge, especially compared to some of the lake gulls and birds who were flying in somewhat of the same vicinity. What really tripped me out, though, in the end, was that a good 30 seconds of staring at this, maybe a little less than that, was when I realized it was hovering right over the car accident, interestingly enough. And with everything you hear about the Silver Bridge collapse and all the stuff in Point Pleasant, it made the hair on my arm stand up. I'll be very honest. I don't know that anything was truly Mothmanish, but I wonder if it wasn't a drone or somewhat of, of, of you know people hoaxing this. I have no idea. I absolutely... <clears throat> can't be 100% certain, but it did trip me out to a degree. I consider myself a very rational person, which is what we want, right? We want rational people. He states, I feel like I'm a thoughtful person and, again, very skeptical, which is good because we don't want somebody that's just over the edge, you know, just letting everything spill out of his mind. We want some logistics. We want a logical mind. <clears throat> so I have trouble accepting that it was a flying humanoid cryptid hovering over an accident. But I don't know what to make of it. I'm hoping that maybe somebody else has seen this. Somebody that may have a conclusive explanation. Again, this was Monday before last, so uh, I believe it was the 19, 19th of March, right after St. Patrick's Day, uh, a couple days after. It was right around 12.30 in the afternoon. It was pretty sunny out, a little windy, uh, which is probably an important fact to note. But again, very black with the possibility that it was it had a glint of light coming off of it. Okay, so this is good information, right? So we have we have one witness that saw this and gave us a pretty detailed explanation. You're not going to see black pyramid-like entities in Chicago, okay? You're not. I've been there. I've lived there. I have not seen that. I've seen many 747s. I've seen many small aircraft. I've seen... Uh, you know, by, uh, by, you know, whatever they call it, you know, like the, the, air, the World War II light craft with, with the bi turbines on them or the quad turbines on them. Um, I've never seen <laughs> a triangle craft. And believe me, believe me, when I was there, I looked and I took my video camera out and I, I watched nightly, uh, whether it was 3 30 a.m. coming home from the bar. Or whether it was 10.30 at night, totally sober. I was always, always, always looking for craft. And I never saw a triangle craft. So, I saw plenty of balloons. I saw plenty of, you know, mylar balloons. But you could tell the difference. You could see it's a mylar balloon, clearly. So, this is not a mylar balloon, in my opinion. If he's questioning it and he lived in Chicago for a little bit of time, I, I believe he actually saw something legit. Now, the writer of the article states that Alex is obviously a skeptic, especially of the winged humanoid sightings in the Chicagoland area, which I did a podcast about. Many Mothman uh, experiences have happened in the Chicago suburbs and Chicago, especially at O'Hare Airport. People have seen uh, multiple Mothmen at the same time, 10 foot tall, three of them, uh, outside of the O'Hare Airport, which 
the busiest airport in the entire world. <clears throat> so, uh, you know, security would be pretty tight. And to see him, to see a, a creature like that and not have security come over there and just like, you know, see what's going on seems to be pretty precarious. Um, so more information uh, and another uh, individual who witnessed the same thing wrote in to uh, to the, the this website phantomsandmonsters.com. So we have more documentation. We have more witnesses, which is what exactly what you want in a case like this. You want a witness that can give you um, not only confirmation but a different perspective as well. So let me show you what it what they got on here. What it looked like. Okay, it looks like a black triangle, like the TR3B. But let me show you. Okay, that's what they're saying it looks like. This sky. This is the Willis Tower. This is the triangle. Okay. All right. So let's move on with our wonderful second guest <laughs> or second witness, I should say. So I've got two witnesses, right? The second witness comes out on April 1st, April Fool's Day. You gotta love it. Doesn't mean it's not true. So she came forward, or he came forward, on uh, 217 Central uh, Standard Time, uh, located at South Prairie and 74th Street. Quote, I was in a lift line car this afternoon in South Chicago with two other passengers. The girl seated in the front points to something in the sky. She says, what is this? I move forward and look. I see something black in the sky, not a bird, not a plane. It's black, and it's got a shape with angles, and it's moving in a weird manner, almost blinking up and down, not moving any distances. It's just gliding in the same space and then blinking and moving up and down. The girls are startled, me too, and I've never seen something this big before. She said, how can it be that big and that high? And how can it be moving like this? That, no, nah, it's not right. Coming back home, I checked online to see if anybody saw something weird in the sky as I did today. And I found many articles about the infamous Chicago Mothman, which we talked about earlier. I shivered a bit and read after reading this and stepped onto the deck of my building just to, to check the sky status. I am French. I just moved recently to Chicago four months ago. I never heard such stories of the Mothman until I started my research online. Great. And she stated that I'm sharing this with you so my observation could eventually help you in your own investigation about the recurrent event. See, this is what we had when we had the Chicago um, UFO experience of 2008 in which a circular craft came down, hovered over uh, the O'Hare airport for, I believe it was, it was either 15 minutes or, or 30 minutes, O'Hare, UFO, 2008, just to make sure my numbers are correct, because um, I don't like to give incorrect information, uh, da, 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 da. okay, so the UFO hovered completely silent, Ooh, I'm sorry, it was 2006. Eh, 2006, 2008. Um, so it happened over Gate C-17. Um, despite many workers seeing this thing, it just sat there and hovered. They said it was completely silent. It was between 6 to 24 feet in diameter and dark gray in color. 
witnesses saw um, different languages on the bottom. They saw different bars on this UFO. It wasn't completely, uh, s completely uh, silver or completely, you know, shiny. It was dark gray, um, and they had documented uh, proof that it that it existed there. And the director of the uh, the FAA and the um, the records division came out. Uh, was it John McCallahan? I believe his name was. Came out, and the CIA came out and interviewed him, and they wanted his records, and they gave he gave them their records. But guess what? He kept copies, so he was able to bring those forward to the um, the uh, disclosure project run by Green uh, Green, run by uh, Dr. Stephen Greer, and present those. So we have proof that that event took place. Now we we have proof that other events took place as well. Um, around, you know, 10 years later, 12 years later, uh, hovering over just standard Chicago. Um, they don't seem to care. I'm going to take this to another level. We had recently Michael Herrera, a Marine in 2008, I believe he stated his, uh, his event was, when they were in Indonesia, okay, this was in the recent disclosure project that happened in 2023. Uh, Michael Herrera was the Marine who was in Indonesia and saw a black um, spinning UFO ship uh, hovering above uh, a platform that had a whole bunch of supplies on it, which was surrounded by American, quote-unquote, military uh, with... Um, some F three 350s, a Ford F three fifties around it, big beefed up um, uh, trucks. Now he stated that they talked to him in an American dialect. These Marines were there on a specific mission, a humanitarian mission for the tsunami victims in Indonesia. Let me ask you a question. Although, while I believe that there are black government ops that have military theaters in many different areas of the earth. It makes me wonder why an American dialected op was right next to a Marine op, although they have their own mission statements, they have their own commanders, they have their own orders, and they, they operate independently. Such a sophisticated op should have had some sort of technology to be aware that there were people around them, right? Now, here's what's really interesting. Many UFO insiders that have worked in psychic spy programs, especially Ingo Swan and, and, and Pat Price and Lynn Buchanan and many others, have stated that this reptilian species can present to you like a human. And they can talk to you like a human in your own dialect. It makes me wonder here, just, just hear me out, could this black op have actually been a reptilian op and they presented themselves to these humans in a form that they would feel comfortable with knowing that the black ops have higher supremacy in the pecking order than these marines and that they don't have to show them their badges, they don't have to show them shit. And they had a technology that was far superior to anything that the Marines had. And they were trying to ID these guys. 
and uh, it looked like a smartphone, but but smarter, and they couldn't get their badges to scan. It's kind of interesting, right? Well, if they were reptilians and they didn't have American information on them or, you know, military uh, ID information on anyone, then they could just say, hey, our, our technology is not working. Um, it makes me wonder, since these ships in Chicago are just showing up and they don't give a shit if people see them or not, and these Mothman creatures are showing up and they don't give a shit if security sees them or not, then why couldn't they show up in Indonesia with an American accent, clearly able to communicate with these Marines, scare the shit out of the Marines, surround them, and tell them to F off, and then this ship took off. Silent, no rotor wash, no, no wind, no damage to any areas, in the blink of an eye. It makes you wonder... If the, that was actually a reptilian mission to pick up some humans, traffic them, and take them wherever they wanted to, Herrera believes that that they were they were uh, humans being trafficked as well. And then he's been led. I, I believe he's a little bit malleable. He's been led on into thinking of different processes by different people. But I believe that it could have been a reptilian or another alien species that can transmogrify and communicate just like in an American dialect, just like you said, and, and have a, have a cover over their vehicles that can, because these guys, these species are so strong in their telepathic communications, they can make you see what they want. And they can make you see some Ford F-350s. Maybe they're not capable of making you see, um, you know, a 7, 747 there. Um, maybe just due to the technology, maybe something else. I don't know, but I'm just, I'm just throwing this out there as a, as a potential because these crafts just don't seem to care. If you were worried to, about being shot down, you would put, you would put on some sort of invisibility cloak. If you're flying over one of the biggest cities in the world, why the hell would you just fly there and not even be worried about it? And if this was a government ship, it certainly wouldn't be flying over one of the busiest most flown airspaces in the world. It wouldn't be doing that. It'd be out testing it in the desert or it'd be in a, in a war theater area if it needed to be used. So you have to wonder who the hell's flying this thing and why. In the most crowded, the third most crowded area in the United States. I'll leave it at that. I'll let you think on that and chew on that for a moment. My theory is it's it's not ours. Anyway, guys, I hope you're taking care of yourselves physically, spiritually, emotionally, following through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams. And as always, continue to question the universe around you. Surround yourself with white light. Take care of yourselves as much as humanly or as alienly possible. Please like, follow, share, subscribe. That'll help the podcast out a lot. Take care of yourselves. Lockdown Universe out.